Kenneth was like, yo, you about to make MVP. And I'm like, no, uh-uh. It's like, yo, you got the most points for my and we about to win this game. people there but you know your story is one of just inspiration learning about you um you know from obviously watching but also doing research um on your story and the complexity there's just so many things I want to get into but I want to start out with the fact that you're heading back to Indiana rejoining Mm -hmm. with the crew there how are you feeling about that are you excited and what are your feelings surrounding that well, Indiana's a second home for me, so um, it's always good to go back where you're loved. Um, and the staff is completely different um, from when I was there a couple of years ago. Um, Christy, of course, was there when I was there, and Jesse, but everybody else is kind of, you know, it's kind of different. It's the kind of whole rebuild that's super dope because they have a new facility, um, practice gym, uh, locker room, everything is just brand new. So it's almost like uh, a remodeled house you know, from the one I was in. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's very refreshing, you know, because when I was there, they talked about how they was going to upgrade things and, you know, things take time. So to see everything all come into fruition, to come back and see everything brand new, um, it's super dope. Um, and the behind the scenes operation is super welcoming. So um, I thought that was super dope when um, I arrived. Everybody was just on board and ready, just eager to meet me. Um, so that was super dope. I f- definitely felt like I was coming back home. I love that. Okay, so you haven't had an easy career by any means. I mean, you didn't get drafted. You got cut. You played in various places. You had some health, like health issues. What was it that kept you going and made you believe that you could actually get this done? Honestly, um, God won for one. Um, for the love of the game. I tell people all the time, if you're in it for the money, you're not going to get very far because, as you know, the the pay is it's a constant conversation. So right. I, you got to love the game. And I, I love the game. Um, this game saved my life. This game has brought many people in my life that I never thought I'd be able to meet. It's, it's taken me places that I never thought I'd be able to go. One of them is Brazil. I played there two years and people dream to go to places like that. So. For me, um, I love the game, and I appreciate where it is is taking me and where it has took me and the things that, that comes with it that I appreciate the most. Other than playing in Brazil, what was your favorite part about it, um, being there? The food, man. Like, the food is crazy good, man. The rice and beans, just that. It's oh, the best. Yeah, it's <laughs> so good. It's, it's so consistent. You know how, like, you can go to a spot and you're like, okay, it may not be good today. No, it's consistently good. So yeah. I was a little, I was a little pickle when I was out there. I was a little chunky in the face, man, when I was out I, there. I knew you were gonna say the food. I'm like, she she can't have been in Brazil for two years and not mention the food. Definitely the the food was great. Well, tell us a little bit about that. Like the different the difference between playing overseas and obviously playing uh for for the WNBA. What what are some of the differences there? Um, the big difference is family. Like you're not close to family. You can't hop on a flight to just go see family. I think that's the biggest Mm -hmm. part, but the game is the game. Everything is the same. Of course, I think, um, overseas is a lot more aggressive and a little bit more dangerous. (laughs) I think the WNBA kind of protect us as players. 
overseas as as Americans, they trying to kill us. So for us, it's more so like you got to protect yourself. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the the game is the same. Like I said, we they they the language is the same. Yeah, you can speak two different languages when it comes to basketball, but it all lines to being the same. So I will say being able to play in front of family is a plus, but you know, you got to do what you got to do when you grow overseas. All right. So the first and only undrafted player to become an all-star MVP. I want you to just talk about that experience, you know, kind of like your mental state while winning that and just like, take us through it. I just had this conversation last week. I still, right. Still can't tell people how that even happened. Like we all, I'm like, as a basketball player, we make goals for basketball yeah. life goals and all-star MVP was not on my list, you know, at <laughs> yeah. all. like no way, shape or form, never thought I'll even get over t- more than the minutes that I've, that I got. Um, so right. when I first got the call, I thought it was a prank because the whole time, <laughs> um, the process of the whole, all-star you're like, where's the cameras, pull out yeah, the cameras. Like, yeah. My brother and my best friend, my brother, Eric, and my best friend, Danny, you know, they, go on the internet and see what people talking about. For me, I don't care about that stuff, what people are saying. Like, I don't look at that stuff. And for like a couple of weeks, they was like, yo, like they talking about you about All-Star. I'm like, dude, whatever. So when I got the call, I thought it was one of my brothers had one of their friends to call me and make a prank. But whole time it was Bethany that works in the WNBA <laughs> office who like, like when You're she like said, name, I'm on the phone. <laughs> like real? I know my brother them don't know Bethany. I know <laughs> Bethany. She works in WNBA office, so it was a complete shock. I mean, when I got the call, I just broke down crying. I called my agent. We both on the phone crying. I called my sisters, my brother, and actually told them. Um, so leading up to just going to All Star, my whole goal was to, like it's in Vegas. I'm gonna enjoy these parties. I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna probably gonna get like ten minutes on the court. I'm a rookie. Yeah. All these. All-Stars who's been All-Stars for over five plus years. Just let me be in a moment, enjoy the moment. And um, it was <laughs> it was like that. But, I mean, the whole, you know, leading up, you're, you're super busy doing All-Star. You never really have time for yourself to really like, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm here. You just, right. me and I believe in WNBA care, autographs. You just back to back. You're just all over the place. So the game actually came. And people don't know that, like, Candace Dupree, and Sylvia Fowles, like, Bill and Beer asked them that they want to go in because they 8, 10, 15-year all-star and all these. Yeah. Right. And Bill was like, yeah, I want to go in. And Sylvia was like, nah, get a young and it's the time. So I'm like, <laughs> I love it. The time is me, Odyssey Sim, and Diamond Shields. That was our first all-star. And we were the youngest. And Kenneth Dupree at the time is my teammate. And he, she was like, yeah, Bill, give him the time. So Bill is like one of those sarcastic guys is – He's right. funny. He said whatever comes to mind. He was like, all right, get your ass in. So we all jumped off the bench and just went in. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to make the most of it, you know. But before the game, before the game even start, you know, you have interviews doing a shoot around and stuff like that. I had a conversation with LaChina. And LaChina was like, um, what do you, you want to say to a young, you know, WNBA player that's, you know, want to make an all-star? Right. And I just told her, I said, I just want to be, I just want to do something special that, you know, that nobody's never done. Like, I just want to, I just want this moment mm-hmm. to be special. So had I, like, I just said that in a way, cause I knew I was the only all-star that was undrafted. So I'm like, I just want to make this moment special and be remembered as somebody. And the game came, you know, I got in and, you know, made a couple of assists, made my first three. Then I made the second one. And as a basketball player, when you make two in a row, you got to take the third one. Right, That's the right. Key check, key so check. I, yep, key check. Yep. So when I made the third one, I was like, 
oh shit, like something special is about to go on. But then, you know, he ended up taking me out. He let other players play. And I'm like, sad time passing. And I'm just like, cool, I'm chilling. Like I'm on the sideline cheering and stuff like that. And then that's when Candace Dupree and Sylvia Fabs was like, let the youngest play. So got in and just, we just had fun, man. Like I wasn't even thinking about the score and I wasn't even thinking about the MVP until like the last four minutes when Candace was like, yo, you about to make MVP. And I'm like, no, uh-uh. It's like, yo, you got the most points for my and we about to win this game. So that's unreal. Listen, so at like at halftime, it was a little bit cold, came back to the third quarter, it was a little bit cold. And then I got back in like the last four minutes. And like the last two minutes, I hit like a no, the last minute, I hit like a dagger three to kind of like seal the MVP and seal the game because the game ended up being oh. close and like. My, my mind wasn't even thinking about like MVP or winning the game. Right. It was just more so like it was in rhythm and right. I shot the ball and it just, I was just like, yo. And then Seal was like, yo, you about to win fucking MVP. And I was just like, no way. Like just how everybody was shocked to see what I did. I was the exact same way speeches and everything. Like a fever dream. You're like, probably, what yeah, is happening right now? Like What? And that's why when I had the conversation with Holly and Holly just asked me how I was feeling, I was just like, just speeches. It took me a second to kind of like, you know, but it was a super emotional moment because it's around the same time my mom passed away and my family was watching. So it was super, um, my mom was definitely inside that gym, you know, making that ball go in, giving me some type of cheat code because it was super emotional. (laughs) And I just felt this wave just hit me like, yo, I just felt her presence. So um, it was super special, special moment for sure. Yeah. 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 Take, I mean, if you don't mind, like take us back to what your relationship like was with your mom. What did she instill in you? Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I'm sorry about her passing and, but I, I, yeah, tell us about her. What was she like? What was her energy? Like, how did that transfer to you and your yeah. game? My mom is like me, energetic, love to have fun. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, a lot of my mom friends, when they see me, they were just like, they always say, I remind them of um, her because like how energetic I am. I'm genuine. I'm nice. Anybody that I bring around me, I welcome them in. I make sure I take care of them. That's just me. That's just my natural personality. And my mom was like that. And my mom was not like the typical mom. My mom was more so like a best friend, but also it was just like the respect level of a mom that we never crossed. Me and my sisters never crossed that boundary. Although she gave us that that best friend type of relationship. Um, it was never like, you know, I got in trouble for sure, but it was never like, <laughs> no, don't do this or no, don't do that. It's just like, yeah. look, if you do this, this is the consequences. Like she never took away from me and my sisters from experiencing things or trying to do anything. She always said the consequences is this or is that the outcome may be this. Like she never took that away from us. So um, really she just, you know, always had energy. Um, very, will give the shirt off her back to anybody um, will walk barefoot if she see a homeless person with no, like my mom was just like that, just super giving. So that's, that's where I kind of get my giving mentality and just being super nice to anybody I come in contact with. Because early on, she taught us that like people never forget how you make them feel. So she always like, you know, for me, is I always try to like, even with fans and like, we have moments where we don't want to be bothered because either we lost, we frustrated. But right. at the end of the day, you just never know if that person that want to autograph from you, if that kid ever see you again, you just always have to remember, like, either somebody took a flight to get here, they somebody spent their hard working money just mm-hmm. to see you. So I always just pride myself on just being nice and being given and always just trying to, like, interact. So that's some of the things that she instilled in me 
But like, yeah. uh, if my mom was at that game, she probably would have been on the court. We probably would have had to stop the game. <laughs> and she probably would have been going crazy. Like, oh my God, my baby is. So that's how she is. Like, yeah, you already know she was with you during that oh, moment, man. like wa- watching you, like, you know, make history. And I want to know, was it that all-star MVP moment that you knew you were destined to do this? Or was it a different moment in your career? I think when I first signed my two-year contract in Indiana, I was like, okay, I belong. But even right. still, now I'm eight going into year eight, mm-hmm. I'm still not comfortable because the lead is so... It's so tight. It's only 144 spots. So for right. me, I'm getting older. I'm 31 years old. These these kids are getting taller. They doing things that I can't do. Like you got six two point guards. I'm five seven, <laughs> five eight with on a good right. day. You know, so like the game is constantly changing, which is great. I love it. But at the end of the day, for me, you know, it, you have to be special to be in this league. You know, and you have to bring something that somebody don't have, or even be if you have something, you have to be consistent at it. So for me. Even still, like, I'm constantly working and not get comfortable. But my first, like, you know, real moment was, like, when I signed my two-year contract with um, Indiana, I was like, yeah, I belong. But right. make no mistake, when I got to All-Star, every everybody that was there, they was just like, yo, like, I respect. Like, on down to Chelsea Gray, um, Brittany Griner, we make jokes all the time, Dewana Barton, like, yeah. everybody was just like, yo, you know, respect. You belong here. Like, you earned this. Yeah. That's just yeah. you, like, engraving your name, yeah. right? Like, yeah. obviously, like, people knew you, but, like, that performance right there, like, that All-Star MVP was, like, I'm here and I'm here to stay. Yeah. And actually, I, I want to ask you, you talked about, like, limited spots and W. NBA and stuff and as I feel like female basketball is getting so much bigger especially Mm -hmm. I feel like this past couple of years has taken you know a turn for the like you know the better and like publicizing it more do you see the WNBA expanding soon absolutely I think it will you have to right you have you have the the Kathleen the Clarks that's coming out that's going you know it if she take two years like it won't be no spots because nobody's really mm-hmm. retiring like that. Diana Taurasi just signed a two-year, three-year deal. Like, mm-hmm. spots are not opening up. And it's not like the players that's in the WNBA is not good enough. It's just like we have a younger you already. You're older, so we're going to bump you out because she's cheaper because money is a factor. Um, where you playing at is a factor. So many factors right. that, that goes in. Budget. So it's you almost have to. You almost have to at least add two more teams. That's twenty more. Mm-hmm. That's twenty four more spots to kind of you know at least give you know these young the, the, the youth the dream to be able to be in the WNBA. Right. Because it's not because there's some players last this year that's not going to make the team, and it's not because not they're they're not good or they can't play. Right. It's just not enough space, and I have a you already on my team. So I don't need two of you. You know, obviously, when you first started playing for Indiana, um, you were you were the young one, right? But now yeah. that that's sort of shifted, and now you're yeah. going into more of a leadership position. I'm sure Coach Christie has, you know, different expectations of of you um, coming into this year. So, what is that like? How do you prepare yourself to be a leader? To you know, have girls that are probably going to come to you and look up to you. What is that going to be like for you? I'm ready for it. I think that's yeah. why um, I chose this. Um, chose Indiana because I think last year in Atlanta, it prepared me a lot um, because being there with Kia Vaughn, she's a, the ultimate leader. Um, that's one of my bigger sisters. We, um, she's a Rutgers alum, alumni. I'm a Rutgers alumni. And just being able to see her lead and 
as a point guard, it's just by default. You are the leader. People mm-hmm, follow right. you. Um, you have to gain your teammates' trust to trust you to be able to run the team, even your coaches as well. So Atlanta kind of gave me a, a, a eye-opener of what that leadership role can be for um, the youth. And I think um, it, it prepared me for um, Indiana. And the one thing I'll say about my teammates now, they're eager. They want to learn. They want to know things. They're asking questions now. So that makes my job a lot easier versus, you know, pulling teas and trying to make someone do something. Um, they're already asking me questions and how to do this. And I think the most important question that I've gotten from a player that's on my team now is, how the hell do you, how the hell do you last in the league for eight years undrafted? Yeah. You know, yeah. so for, for me, it's just like, damn, these kids are, it's not even about the basketball. It's like, how do you stick? Like, what are you right. doing to stick? And I think that comes with, you know, work ethic, um, being a great person, being a, a a player that people wants to listen to. Um, the work shows itself and just being being able to lead by example. So I think I'll be able to bring those um, qualities to Indiana Fever. And then having a coach that trusts me, that's going to push me, that's going, you know, get in my behind if I'm not doing mm-hmm. the things that I need to do. And if I'm not holding up to the standards that, you know, she has for me, she's going to let the world know, like, She's going to give it to me. And she knows that my backbone is um, pretty sturdy that I can handle. Like for me, if if a coach is yelling at you or if a coach call you out in front of your teammates, that means she sees something in you. Not that she's trying to embarrass you or show you up. No, for me, I I would never take it like that. And I tell kids, when the coach ain't talking to you, you should be worried. The coaches ain't saying nothing. You should be worried. So I know that um, it's going to be moments where I I hope that I do my job enough where she she don't have to um call me out but um I think I'm ready for it for sure right I mean you're the definition of like all these adjectives like tenacity determination hard work you've shown that throughout your career and kind of piggybacking off Haley's question what are some individual goals that you have for this upcoming season and some team goals you have well that's all personal um honestly this year is personal because the right I could have went to any team um, even if I took in less pay, if I wanted to right. just win, I could have went to any team. But for me, it's right. more so betting on myself, uh, betting on Christy that I believe in what she believes in and the the, the, the route that she's going. I, I trust the journey that we're going to go on. It's going to be a great one. And if anybody, you know, know that something that's impossible is me. You know, nobody expect me to be an all-star. Nobody expect me to be an all-star MVP. So for me, I'm crazy enough to believe that, you know, we can do something super special mm-hmm. because I've done it already. So I've gotten a taste of what it's like to be an underdog because nobody expects you. Nobody expects you coming. So for us, it's just like we're going to put the work in. We're going to work hard and we're going to surprise some people. Okay, so obviously NBA playoffs are going on right now, right? I know you're from Miami. I don't know if you're a Heat fan. I do want to ask you, though, finals predictions. Do you have anybody that you think is going to make it? Any upsets? What are are you looking at? I I mean, I don't know because even Minnesota, you have um, Anthony Edwards, who he's an Adidas um, partner because I'm sponsored by Adidas. So, you know, I try to walk Uh, out of my partnerships. (laughs) Um, So even for him, like to just get one of them, it's like you just never know, man. And all it takes is it's not about who's the better team. It's like who's ready that day. I don't know who's going to be in the finals because it can go anyway, man. And then you have the Lakers who were struggling all season who's chipping away now. So it's like – you just don't know who, and that's what you got to love about this game, man, because mm-hmm. every day is an opportunity, man. And that's what right. I tell people. Every day is an opportunity to get better. Every day is an opportunity to, you know, be able to, you know, create something that nobody never done. 
And yeah. that's what's going on right now. This probably is a historical playoff right now for the NBA. Right. For sure. So, so unpredictable. Yeah. But Erica, I do want to read a post that you put up on the WNBA draft that just happened. So yeah. you said, not all of you are going to get drafted today, but don't give up. Right now, what do you have to say to those girls that maybe didn't get drafted or got drafted but are going to get cut? Like, what advice do you have to give to them? Um, I encourage everybody to go overseas, and, that, and that's what I did. I went overseas, and my mindset was to kill. Um, when I was overseas, I was averaging between 25 to 40 some nights. So That's crazy. You really go overseas and kill. And overseas give you this type of confidence that – you can't get in USA because for one, you're away from your family. It, it, it creates discipline. Two, you, you, it's a language barrier that you got to fight through. Three, you by yourself. If you don't have a teammate that you know, you by, like you really by yourself. So it's really, you're in survival mode and you really have to take that survival mode to, to a whole nother level and just get out of, just get out of body. And that's what I think I did. I just got out of body. It was just like, yo, this is my dream. I'm, I'm here. I'm killing anybody in front of me. And still not. Nah, this is how I feel now. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm at anybody. Like, I don't care who you are on down to, like, the GOATs and the, the players that we grew up watching. I'm, I'm coming at you. You know what I mean? So I think that um, to, to, to those, those players who didn't get drafted or may get cut, just go overseas. And then, God forbid, injuries happen all the time. Right. Teams pick up players all the time. You just have to stay ready. When opportunity comes, you just be ready. And I think that was me. And yeah. I was ready when I, my name was called. Like I, I worked my ass off, and I was, I got cut. So I know what it's like. I went to Atlanta and got cut, and I made a promise to myself. I remember crying in Miami with one of my best friends, um, Danny. I was like, "You, if I get another opportunity, I promise you, well, my mom, I'm not getting cut again." And mm-hmm. you know, um, that's just just the mentality you gotta have. And you know, the game is changing. The game is different. Right. Like, it's faster. They get bigger. So you just got to be able to do things that nobody else can. And discipline, consistency. Like you have to stay. Yeah. You use like, you know, being undrafted and being cut as kind of like a stepping stone. Yeah. You know, you unleash the beast from, you know, those moments. And a lot of people, you know, would get discouraged and say, I can't do it. If, you know, yeah. these people are saying I can't do it. They must be right. I can't do it. But you use that as a stepping stone and you're like, it's time that you really see, you know, Erica Wheeler for who I am and what I can do. But going off of that question, you know, playing off, like overseas, you led the league in assists. Yeah. I want to know some like floor general inspirations that you have or some past players, NBA players, WNBA players that you see a little bit of your game in. Um, I watch Chris Paul a lot in um mm-hmm. Crazy thing is I watched Sue a lot growing, like, as my game developed, um, being in a WNBA, I watched Sue a lot, just being able mm. to see how uh, much of a floor general she is, because she right. is on the side, but she just has a IQ that's just out this mind. So um, a lot of things come with um, confidence, your teammates trusting you, and just being able to study the game and know the game and knowing two and three plays before it even happened which is a mm-hmm. special gift to have a lot of people don't have that um it took me some time to d- develop that knowing if you know if I'm coming off a pick and roll and the player that's at the wing bump my big that's rolling I mean the kickback is there because she's not connect like just being able to learn mm-hmm. the game in that way and just find your reads just makes the game open up and it's easy for you and it's also it help your teammates um look good as well so um, I think the main thing is trust, though. Like, once your teammates trust you, 
they gonna run through a wall for you. They gonna they gonna be in those spots. If you ask them to be there, they gonna be there. And also just having confidence in yourself because your teammates see it. You know, when you walk around with not with no confidence, how someone else gonna trust you? So, and right. I think I have that presence of you know confidence in everything I do, and it's not arrogant at all, but it's more so like come on with me, not like stay behind and I'm going to go on by, by myself. I'm going to put some, I'm going to put my arm around anybody and be like, come on and let's go do this. That's a, that's a really good quality to have as well as the, the studying, you know, that's something that's not talked about is the preparation for a game, for a yeah. season, uh, for a leadership position, like you're going in. And so I, I love hearing about that and what goes on behind the scenes. I do want to ask, obviously, uh, Indiana got the number one draft pick you got a Leah yeah. Boston it that's mm-hmm. huge that's so big I'm not sure I mean maybe you know when the last time in franchise history is you 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 got the number one overall pick I'm not sure I, I should have looked into I that but it, I think it's the first time honestly really yeah, got two okay or three. okay wow so what's the excitement level right now with the staff front office everybody what, what, what are you guys feeling are you excited to play with her and and you know show her what you got and see what she's got um I don't think the basketball part is what got me because at the end of the day, when you're number one pick, you don't need to talk about basketball. Like yeah. everybody knows what you can do. And I got to tell people, numbers don't lie, people do. And as you can see, she led the nation in double doubles. That means she's yeah. a worker, consistent worker. For me, I think it was the human piece and um, who she is as a person, how she sees people. And um, I think the one clip, they was in um, the conference tournament and she was in a locker room and I think she got all conference team and she turned to her teammate it was just like I know I won this awards but without you I forget the teammate name without you we wouldn't have won this game so I want to give you my all conference tournament because without you oh, I love you that. Done that and at the end yeah. of the day like this is what I tell people about leaders like yeah. Boston we all know who Boston is but when you can almost give like an award that you know you earned she earned that damn she earned it mm-hmm. but to give it to a teammate to say hey without you we wouldn't have been able to do this. That's you don't get too many great basketball players and great human beings in one body. You always get great players and they probably assholes, but she's a great person, a great human being, understand leadership, understands the people that she's around and that you need camaraderie. And that's what she brings. So for me, that what will me in was just like, she's going to be great for Indiana because she's going to get players to want to come to Indiana and play with her because mm. of who she is as a person, because the basketball part going to speak for itself. Yeah. That humility have, is an important piece. Yeah. yeah. Have you gotten the chance to like, you know, meet with her and talk with her? What is she like? Um, No, I haven't because she's been pretty busy and I'm the right. type, like, I understand space. Cause even yeah. for me, like I've been busy. I just was in Coachella for three days. I could have went just oh, one day, but nice. uh, yeah. <laughs> I was here to do this. But it's just like everybody's busy and everybody's doing certain things. And as the number one pick, I know how um, your time is when certain things. So for me, I know I'm going to have a whole summer with her. And I know I'm going to have some downtime. I'm sure she's going to pick my brain as much as possible. But I plan on being as closest to her as possible because she's going to be one of the she's going to be one of those type of players that be able to help us win games. So for me and her to build a relationship, I think it's going to be super important as a point guard and as the leader of the team so that we are on the same page and that, you know, I'm going to push her in. I'm not a leader that's like, oh, I know everything. No, you can call me mm-hmm. at any given moment and I'm not going to shut you down. Like, I'm going to hear what you're saying. Sometimes I may not agree with it, but I'm not going to ever, you know, shut you down for what you're saying. But on the side, I'd be like, look, this is why I did this. But if you're right, I'm going to be like, yo, my bad, you're right. 
you know yeah. so yeah. um i'm sure that it's we gonna have moments so many moments like that um where we're just helping each other out we're gonna have fun oh, that's what i'm most excited about just to really get to know her and see you know what she's feeling and um it's it's a new journey for her you know like mm-hmm. Yes, you were senior in college, but like you're starting all over again. Like you're a rookie, and everybody's gonna come at her head because she's the number one pick. And me yeah. as the vet, I gotta protect her. You know, I gotta be the little yeah. person to be like, don't be talking to my teammate like that because yeah. they yeah. gonna come after her, man. Because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, that's just who this lead is. We're very competitive, and when you're the number one pick, they're gonna pick on you. They gonna they gonna test you. <laughs> when you look maybe five, ten years in the future, okay, you you might still be playing in the league, but what are some other things that you want to see yourself doing, whether it's like business ventures, whether it's mm-hmm. family, whether it's moving to a new country? What, where do you see yourself in five to ten years? Well, right now I have a foundation called the, um, the Willow Kids Foundation. We do a lot of stuff in the community for us, camps, giving up. Uh, feed the homeless. Um, I did something with single parent moms because I was, I grew up in a single parent home. Um, so I'll definitely do a lot of stuff with my foundations. I'll probably do a lot of speaking engagements to, um, just share my story and, and inspire the, the youth. Um, and, and also inspire people because not only my all-star, um, MVP, you know, video just expired basketball players. I've had some teachers and some people that um that own businesses is just like yo you inspired me to keep going hard like business is slow but i'm gonna keep going um but i want to do that also real estate so i already have two um properties that renting out um just you. you know i'm i'm a my girlfriend is also a, a basketball coach so hopefully we can have a kid in a year or two so i can be on the sideline supporting her with our kid um, I love it. But, you know, life is great right now. Everything is moving into the right direction. Um, so for me, I have so many angles that I can go, but it's really just about when I sit down with my girlfriend to kind of see where we um, where we want to go because I plan on marrying her soon. So um, we'll see. Oh, yeah. the ring's coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, a little bit of time, but um, <laughs> I definitely plan on marrying her and, and starting mm-hmm. a family and just being able to support her in her career because she loves coaching. We love kids. I think it would be great just to still be around basketball and then also do mm-hmm. the business side and, you know, just adventure out to do some stuff. I'm also, yeah. like I said, I'm sponsored with Adidas. Um, yeah, yeah. Always a lane there. So, and they take great care of me. They put me in positions that I never thought I'd be in. Like, I've never thought I'll go to Coachella. I only know about Coachella because of Beyonce when she killed it. And to be able to get that experience for three days is unreal, man. Did you right. have a good Wait, time? What was the, I've never been to Coachella, so I don't know. What are, what were the vibes? What did you guys it is, do? It is one thing. It's hot as hell. It's a lot <laughs> okay. of walking, but like it's a, it's an out of body experience. It's an experience that you have to experience once. Like you don't okay. need to go to Coachella three or four times. Like yeah. you don't need to do that. Like. But it was super dope, man. Um, Adidas is um, sponsored with Bad Bunny. So we had like this Bad Bunny activation and stuff. Oh, and that's it was sick. Super dope. It was super dope. Bad Bunny brings out the world, okay? Like, yeah. he performed. I was like, oh, my goodness. And um, What was your favorite performance? The one that he um, had with um, Cardi B. Because we thought he was going to bring out Cardi B. So oh, that would have been sick. Like, that would have been crazy. Like, yeah, Cardi B come out here, this is going to be fire. But, no, that would have um, been sick. I've seen Lotto. I've seen um, a, a Boogie with the Hoodie, Ray Sherman, oh. um, Burner Boy. Um, That's fire. Seen, it's so, it, was, it was so many people that just killed it. And it was just like, it's just like a big concert. It's probably like four different stages that you can just walk to. But it's the walk nice. is far. Now, it's not easy. 
and, you know, a golf um, cart. <laughs> but it was just great because we had I've had the VIP um experience because I had security, mm-hmm. we had golf carts, we had VIP cars oh, kind of taking us places. So I didn't get the normal Coachella, you know, experience. Yeah, I got yeah. the VIP. You got you got yeah. the bougie experience. Yeah, I mean, everyone's like sweating, camping yeah. out. Not not Erica. She's she's living her life bougie experience. Yeah, I love we, it. As, as, as you deserve. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. Okay, so obviously everyone knows that Kobe Bryant was a huge advocate for women's basketball. Have mm-hmm. you ever had an experience with him or met him or have you popped out at one of your games? Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, and I'm I'm still kicking myself about this. He was at the all-star, he was at the all-star game, and I have a picture where I hit a three and I turned and looked to him, and he's like his hand is up like this next to Gigi. Oh, I have that's so sick. So I'm actually my um my godmother is actually um is gonna get it printed out so I can put it in my basement because like it was super dope. And I'm so mad because after the game. I was just so busy with cameras and doing interviews. I wasn't able to go up to him and just like give him a hug and say hi to him. So like, it was, oh, it kills me. It kills me. It kills me. But yeah. able to have that photo with, you know, him just celebrating me as That's I was doing all-star. So um, I never actually met him in person, but he's he's been to maybe a couple of games just with Gigi just around the game because he supported the, you know, the lead the way he did. But that was the only moment I had, man. I'm just still sick about it, man. <laughs> no, I need you to know, see that picture now. Yeah. Yeah. When you get it, get it posted on IG or something so we can, yeah. Yeah. So we can see it. Yeah. Um, you got to send it our way. Now going into this next season, obviously, like you said, it's, it's kind of like a new <laughs> branch for you because, you know, you were that rookie on that team once and now you're kind of like the vet on the team. Is there any particular game on the calendar that you have maybe circled that you're like looking forward to a little extra? I'm looking forward to everything, man. Cause every is, single game, yeah. a different atmosphere. Um, Indiana is moving into the right direction with just great mm-hmm. players and great people. So I'm just looking forward. I just can't wait to get to training camp and just get with the team and just see how things roll. And we're going to have moments where it's going to be good. It's going to be bad. It's going to go up and down. Then we're going to find our peak. I just can't wait to experience those moments. Uh, with your Adidas brand, can you drop like three or two or three sneakers that, that you you're, are your favorite? Uh, it could be on court or off court, but what are three three shoes? Right now, the Bad Bunnies. These, the Bad Bunnies on okay. campus are super dope. Um, I will say James Harden's joints are fire with mm-hmm. the um that he plays in now. But it's also for me, I think it's also off the court shoe as well. Um yeah. the silver ones are probably my favorite. The running shoes, um, supernovas. They're super dope, supernova. um, super comfy and very stylish as well. So right now is those top three is James Harden, Bad Bunny Campus, and fire. Supernovas. Fire. Okay, okay. It does seem like women's basketball is finally in the spotlight. And I think NIL is a big thing to do with that. How do you think you would have, you know, utilized NIL when you were in college? And how do you think that could have maybe changed your life? But the crazy thing is I'm a better pro than college player. So I probably yeah. would have had like little small deals. Like my career right. in college wasn't like the greatest. Like it wasn't right. like how these kids are right now just killing a game. It wasn't like that. However, I am happy that these they are getting – paid and you know because they are playing the game they putting it right every day so um i am happy that they're getting money but for me i think i'm a better pro than college player right so you're definitely like pro let's pay college athletes yeah, yeah. all right i definitely i agree with you because i mean like i don't think people actually realize how much college athletes like put their bodies through and the amount of time they put into it so mm-hmm. i definitely agree with you there but um 
talking about, you know, these girls now and what they're doing in college. What do you think players like Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese are going to bring to the league? They're going to bring who they are. I don't think um, they're going to change much. I think they're just right. going to stay. The, 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 the challenge for those two or just any player that's thinking about the um, WNBA is just stay consistent because, mm-hmm. like I said, the game is constantly changing. And those two, like you said, um, Clark and Angel brings a, a different type of spice to the game. You know, um, mm-hmm. Clark brings a, a a level that we haven't seen in a, in a long time. And, you know, Angel just bring that – that Barbie, like I'm a, I'm girly, but I'm feisty right. too. Right, I love it. And so, um, as long as they can stay consistent, I think they, the world is theirs, you know. And mm-hmm. um, and I think by the time they get in the lead, I think things would change. I think money would change. I think a lot of things would change because it would have to. Because right at this point, you know, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, we want to make money, but for the love of the game, it's the love of the game. Like it's mm-hmm. a lot of players that will play this game without the dollars, you know. So as long as you know. They can also always keep that in the you know forefront as they're making money. They're gonna have a long career for sure. Just because you said that right now, I do want to ask you. You said before in interviews, like I'm not doing this for the money. I'm not doing this for the fame. Tell us exactly why you're doing this. Like, I, what is it for you? Like, I I love like basketball. You just love the game. Life. Like basketball saved my life. Um, I love the game. You know what I mean? And I know that. That's it. It, it it makes my mom proud when she was here, and I know it's making her even more proud. And I, like now that she's watching me more than ever, of course we all love that. You know, your dream is providing a, a nice mm-hmm. life for you. Of course that. But at the end of the day, like I'll still play this game whether I make money or not. You know, you know I'll just figure out another way to make money. That's just like when I retire, when the game doesn't give me money anymore, I'll still mm-hmm. go to. LA fitness to play the game or go to like a little, little leads to play the game because just for the love of the game. So yes, it's great to make, you know, money for, you know, doing your dream. But at the end of the day, I have played this game without the money for sure. Right. And you could tell like when you're playing, you could tell you're playing because you love the game, which it's a, it's a beautiful thing to see. you You show passion and that, that, that just refusing to lose, man, that, that, that no money can buy that. You can't buy passion. You can't buy heart. Mm-hmm. You can't buy, you know, that fire in your eyes with a dollar. Like you can't, a dollar can't cre- create that. Definitely. Yeah. Are there any NBA, <clears throat> excuse me, or WNBA maybe veterans that have played a part in your story that have, you know, been a support system to you um, that you want to shout out and, and that you, you would like to, you know, replicate as well for these younger girls coming into the league kia vaughn is definitely one um mati adjavant definitely one um cappy pine daxter was one too as well candace dupree um tamika catchins my first year in indiana she was in in my ear and in my butt yeah um brianna january she was the point guard at the time and she was just helping me lead the way um so you know i'm just paying homage you know doing my part you know they showed me the way now now is my time to you know, show these girls the way and just how to how to stick and how to just be consistent and just working hard. All right. So I'm going to list some skills, just some NBA skills. And you're going to tell me if you would rather have <laughs> Brianna Stork, a.k.a. Stewie or Candace Parker for those respective skills. OK. <laughs> Sound like a plan? Do you like oh, it? I like a plan. All right. First skill, ball handling. <laughs> Myself, I, I'll, I'll keep my ball. My, you, you can be in it too. We can I'll be in it actually. That's good. Ball, I'll keep myself. You can be in it too. All right, yeah. Air, air cup for that okay, one. Okay, All right. Okay. Basketball IQ. Super. All right. Defense. 
Ooh, Elena Beard. All right, all right. Taking it to the hole, driving in. Kalia Copper, she's pretty bouncy and athletic. I like it, I like it. Okay, shooting. Ooh, I have to say um, Kayla McBride. Love it, all right. And last one, playmaking. Candace Parker. Candace, love it, Easily. love it, love it. Easily. Nice. I like that. Erica, I want you to, you know, you're going back to Indiana. What do you have to say to the fans there? Indiana, I'm ready to come back home. I'm ready to see the fans. Um, we're going to have a great year this year. You have some young and some little little bit older players um, that's coming um, to just bring bring some energy that, you know, that we've been needing in Indiana. And just this is going to be a great season. Just make sure you guys come out and um, and support us. Uh, listen, I'm grabbing Haley, and we're coming to a game. Yeah, hey, we're going to start traveling soon, so we want to so come see you. Ex- expect to see us. And you better remember, when we're cheering for you yeah. in the crowd, you better remember us. Come see us. No, come see us, for sure. Amazing. Well, All right. Erica, it was a joy to hear your story, to hear a little bit more about this next season, and we appreciate you so much. We will be supporting you. Thank you so, so much for coming on today. Yes, thank you so much. You were dope, and good luck with everything coming up. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for having me.